Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. I hope you're very well. Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Morning, pal. Is it, is it, are you warm there? Are you cold there? What you, what I you? am freezing. It's just, it's beginning to look like a big gas bill, isn't it? That's what it's beginning to look like. <laughs> oh, get this. So, in our little gym, we've got a tiny room out the back. That's a, that's a, There's got a running machine in it and some yeah. weights, right? Right. And my son started getting into it a little bit, you know, a bit of gym work. So, I said, oh, yeah, go in the gym. And he went, oh, Dad, it's freezing in there. And it's got... On uh, last year, because it was it's bitter. I just never because it was a gym. I thought, oh, you don't need heating in a gym. It'd be warm, wouldn't you? Running, <laughs> you're getting hot. But I didn't think just about how cold it can really get. Especially you know when you're lifting, I mean, like dumbbells or whatever. The metal of metal. a dumbbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how cold it gets. So I said to my son, "Yeah, no, don't worry. I'll um, I, I bought this little on like a heater that goes on the wall." Yeah. Uh, electric heater that'll that'll do you only have to stick it on for 20 minutes it'll boost this room and yeah. then you flick it off anyway he went in on monday after school i'd oh. give it a little boost i said don't forget to turn that off when you oh, when you leave yeah. <laughs> i've not been in for five days steve it's just been going <laughs> right there. it was like a sauna oh no, oh, no. 24 what is that going to cost I mean, an electric heater with, like, bars on it. That's not going to be cheap. It's... Oh, I'm dreading it. No. I've just well, had I've, to say it's coming out of your Christmas. That's fair enough. And I've already... <laughs> you know, because Christmas is here now, I've already unplugged the energy meter. I, like I said last year, I don't need that, like the ghost of Christmas past. Every time I walk through the, you know, the hallway and it's just there going, you're spending mm. 60p a minute. I don't need that. <laughs> Don't need it. I know it's horrible, isn't it? Scott Bennett, uh, the comic, says it's like it's like being mugged by your house. Yeah, it is, yeah, it is, isn't it? Just running around, no turning stuff off. What's it? What's it? What's how's this going up? What's on? The pressure of it, the stress of it. No, no, nobody needs much. that. Nobody needs that. It's awful, awful thing. Um, is it beginning to look a bit like Christmas? Everywhere you go, I think. You know, I mean, toys in every store. I know. I mean, yeah. it's everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, I've took a look at the I, five I, and ten. I, I don't know the rest of the <laughs> <laughs> It's it one is, in the though, park, listening once again. I think so. I'm feeling festive early this year. Maybe it's because I'm doing panto and I'm sort of talking about Christmas every day, but I don't know. Feel I'm feeling festive, Steve. Well, we've got the decorations down and ready, you know, the little all the boxes. Down, you know, ready. <laughs> I've had yeah. enough. No, down, not down. down. I mean down from, you mean down where, from they, the where they live, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know I write a little note for myself every year. For oh Christmas, yeah, yeah. And I pop it on. Top so of the this box. is so for people who don't know. Every year at the end of Christmas, and it's a great idea to be fair. What Steve does is all the things he's learned over the Christmas period. Yeah. He writes them into a note. So next Christmas he goes and gets his decorations, and this note is on the top, and it remind it reminds him. Yeah. What so to not make the same mistakes as he did, as he did last Christmas? Yeah, last Christmas. Was a, yeah, it, it, it was a it, something went wrong last Christmas. I don't know what it was. I remember I remember writing this letter to future Steve and thinking, what am I going to say? Because I couldn't <laughs> put my finger on it. I don't know what. It's just a bit of a old Christmas, you know. I was rushing to get the kitchen yeah. done. There was stuff going on. The right people were there, but it just fell a bit flat. So I was yeah, dreading it, and I found it. I went to got the decorations. There it was on the top. 
It just says on the top, on the envelope, a message for Christmas Steve from 2022. <laughs> so this is last Christmas. Right, all, all the things that went wrong. I mean, I, it goes on a bit because, like I said, I couldn't, I couldn't put my finger on it. it Says what went wrong? You were last year? There's there's about four ranting. four question marks after it. It says right. witchcraft, a hoodoo, a curse. What made Christmas 2022 <laughs> so dull will forever be a mystery. But here's an extensive list of things that will hopefully stop it happening again. Please God. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a list of you know it's got it's quite a long list, so I won't go through it all. Christmas, no. I think. Little things like we bought the Christmas tree. We were both working, me and my wife, and they just they sat there in their bags, just against the wall, looking a bit sad. I think that was where the curse started. And what the tree? Yeah, because we just sat there. We have a rule: the tree goes up on the fifth of December, right? Um, well, now tell me about this. Why is that a rule? It's just been. It was my mum's birthday, so that's why we always. Yeah, put you it see, on that's me. Day. I'm the same. My dad's birthday is is the first, so I goes up on yeah. the second. That's the that, yeah. So you've got to have a system. It? It was it was lying hmm. against that wall on the eighth of December, so I think that's where the curse came from. Ah, uh, yeah, the so curse. Basically, it just says you know, got to get the tree up on the fifth. More mulled wine, more Christmas music. Don't buy Christmas cards. We've got loads of them. I'll <laughs> throw that in. It's a bit of thriftiness. <laughs> more board games, more Christmas TV, but not more Queen Wise because my wife can't stand it. She's just sick of seeing it. How it's funny. always the same ones. More walks. I've yeah. put. They've not made any new ones, that's the problem. They're lazy, aren't they? No, lazy. Do not oh, let vagueness happen again. It's once a year, man. <laughs> Enjoy it. And then I thought, it's rambling. And then at the bottom, it just says, more, faster, earlier, for longer. Christmas is about excess. So I think that's what needs to go on the T-shirt. More, I faster, like for longer. Chris- Christmas is about excess. Yeah. So that's what we didn't do. Do you know what? It's a good idea, you know. Which it's is why I'm idea. drunk already. <laughs> Absolutely hammered this time of the morning. Eggnog. I think it's for breakfast. <laughs> I'm going to say to everybody right now, and in fact, we, we must put put a pin in it for the end of Christmas when we come back to do our uh, show in um, in the new year. Let's all right, everybody who's listening now, let's all do this right. Let's let's write a note at the end of Christmas to yourself for next year, and you then we'll pop come it back in to the it box with we'll the decorations on. So it's the first thing you see. Yeah. It's there looking at you. Hello. Brilliant idea. What went wrong? This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. What are you having for breakfast, Steve? Uh, I'm having a vegan uh, breakfast sandwich. Oh, right. What's that about? It's a little shop in town, (laughs) Plant the Seed, that I love their sandwiches. Oh, you love that shop. Just nipped down to get one. Yeah. That's and you're I'm not even having. a vegan, but you, but that sandwich you like it. Cracking sandwiches. That's all I can say. Nothing uh, wrong with know. that, is it? No. No, fair play. Um, when you get a bowl of cereal, what's your cereal of choice? I'd, I'd, uh, if, I've only got a sweet tooth, but weirdly, if, no. I, if I have to have a cereal, I will have Kellogg's Crunch Nut Cornflakes, which are quite sweet. The trouble Straight is in. with them, though. What? Tastes too good. Tastes too tastes good. Too good. <clears throat> um, Talk me through. So you get the box out of the out of the cupboard. Yeah. Milk out the fridge. I yeah. presume you get the bowl out. What? How? how what? What's the order of events? What do you do well, after that? Cereal in first. Then you know how much milk mm-hmm. per you know cereal. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You, otherwise, you're guessing, aren't you? Is there right. another way of Listen doing it? Listen to this. Just strap yourself. In. Well, strap yourself in for this, Steve. Okay. New research by Kellogg's okay. have found that a quarter 
of Brits pour their milk in first and the cereal in second. Have they? St- uh, what's wrong with this? What's, what? What? That doesn't make any sense. How can and you judge you how much milk it you need? It floats, doesn't it? Yeah, you're pushing it, poking it down with a spoon. You're poking it down, trying to drown your cereal in milk. No, not good. That doesn't make good. any sense to me. Um, it says also, um, half of Brits, 41%, nearly half of Brits, uh, admitted they wouldn't trust someone who poured milk first. <laughs> so I wouldn't. T- so no, I wouldn't. I, in fact, so I'd report 25% pour, pour milk first and 41% yeah. don't trust that 25%. No, that's fair enough. That's a, that's, that, that, that adds up for me. I'd report well, to somebody. I don't know who. It, if you think that's controversial, Steve, listen to this. Oh. The research also found that 9% of Brits enjoy cereal with water. Oh, with water. Oh. Like we're on, like we're on rations, Do man. they enjoy it? They don't Do they enjoy, enjoy it. it? You said enjoy it. It's not enjoy. It says it. it. It's not spelled. No, it says enjoy cereal with water. And eight percent use fruit juice. <sighs> what is going on? I don't. I've gone. This is why I don't. No, this is wrong. This is all wrong. The average Brit munches through around eighteen thousand one hundred twenty-four bowls of cereal over their lifetime which weighs over half a tonne. Crunchy Nut holds the number one spot as Kellogg's biggest cereal brand was invented right here in Manchester over 40 years ago. The cereal still being made in the same factory today. Salted caramel flavour twist is the first new flavour of Crunchy Nut range since 1980. What do you think about that? Salted caramel flavour Crunchy Nut cornflakes. I've had it salted caramel, have you? It's everywhere. I, I'm over salted everything. caramel. I'm over salted caramel. And I tell you what, the Induja sausage is becoming the salted caramel of the savoury <laughs> world. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, Kellogg's produced over 20 million kilograms of crunchy nuts, uh, using 1.3 million kilograms of peanuts each year. Uh, interestingly, mm-hmm. uh, on the peanut allergy thing, uh, we're doing panto at the moment. We, uh, ben, who's uh, playing Silly Simon, uh, He's throwing a box of, like the, the contents of a box of celebrations out into the audience. He's not allowed to throw Snickers. Because of the, because of the possible peanut allergies. There's not in allergies, the yeah. You wouldn't no. think about it, would you? But it, what it means is backstage, there's loads of boxes of celebrations. They're just Snickers. All the Snickers, Snickers taken out. Yeah. So you go, into, you go in to grab one and it's just Snickers left. I thought I'm all right with that. I'm, I'm sort of fine with it. I quite like a Snicker because as, as dads, you all end up with a bounty anyway. Yeah, Not whatever's left. So, yeah, there you go. So, I don't know what sort of freaks are out there pouring fruit juice on the cereal, but we're watching you. We're watching you. Questions for Steve. 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 Okay, so we've got some uh, emails in. If you want to, if you've got a question for Steve, all you've got to do is email us, Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Janet Curtis has messaged Steve. She says, "Did you have potato puffs when you were at school?" Potato puffs. Mm, potato puffs. It rings a bell, but I can't. Uh, well, I can't anyway. place what, what is a potato puff? No, I can't really. I can't. She sent me a little picture of them as well, but I, I don't recognise them. Um, she says there was, and there'll never be anything like them. Ever again. Sadly, 
Burton's, who make them, discontinued to produce them back in 2009, and they will never see the light of day again. There's even a Facebook page dedicated to the humble potato puff. I can remember popping into a little school shop across the road from a junior school to buy a bag for break time when they were thruppence. So that's probably why we don't remember them, Steve, if they no, were thruppence. If they were, thruppence. <laughs> if they were a different puffs. monetary system. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. It's before decimalisation, I won't remember. I don't remember them. Do you no. Potato puffs. No, and I'm looking at a picture of them. Don't ring a bell, but they've got all the flavours. Got all the flavours. What was your snack of choice at school? Did you have a tuck shop? We did have a tuck shop, and there was. Uh, I think it was around the wheat crunchy time when they came out. You know, you could, oh, you could yeah. blow down them, couldn't you? Make a noise. And the country chicken, oh, I think, yeah. was the flavour. We, I like to frazzle me frazzle. Do you know what they had at our school, which I've never seen since? It was like a mm. maze-based one, and it was called Jaws. And it was like the the teeth of Jaws covered in some like spicy oh, yeah. tomato flavour, I think it was. Like Monster Munch. Okay. But the oh, shape yeah. well, of Jaws. I like the Monster Munch. Yeah. Hey, I've got a question about Monster Munch. Are they the shape of the monster's hands or are they the full monster? I think they're meant to be the full monster, aren't they? I think you assume right. it's their hands, don't you? But I think it, I, I think this has come hands, up. But I looked at one. What, what is, wow, what's the bits then? Might, I, think it's the full, I think it is the full monster. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what's going on. I um yeah we we had a I remember being in third year and uh, we got on the student council and we managed to get them to start doing like sausage and egg butties right, get break on the council like, this was your this was your like right if you elect <laughs> me as your leader I will get sausage butties brought into this school <sighs> you got voted in landslide landslide mate I was like Donald Trump landslide. <laughs> Because I dealt with the issues that people were affected by. That's what by. they care about, yeah, no, that's what you got to do. And you delivered, did you? You, know you did mean? deliver. Not deliver, yeah, did you? I did. Did no, deliver. I didn't deliver them. <laughs> no, yeah. that, wasn't, that wasn't part of the pledge. <laughs> no, I'm not bringing it to maths. You've got to come to the playground to get it. Um, although, talking about delivery, I was, I was at my son's football game uh, last week and he, um, they play at a school uh, on a Sunday. Sunday yeah. morning, and it was freezing cold. Yeah, that's yeah. And so I said to um, all the other parents, there's about eight and ten parents, whatever. <clears throat> I said, Hey, shall I do a little um, McDonald's order um, for coffees and you know, breakfast and stuff like that? And they're all like, What a brilliant idea! I said, You know what, my treat, I'll get it. So I've, I've done the order, put it all in, I put it to deliver to this school where we were playing football, yeah. and Deliveroo comes up with a thing that says. We do not deliver to that school. Oh, so there's been this previous. You don't deliver it? to schools. Yeah, course, so, yeah. What? so then I've got this image of some kid sat in double geography going, mm, fancy McMuffin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then there'd be a little knock at the window. A little delivery yeah, guy. Yeah, knock on. That's where you put special instructions. Knock on window. <laughs> Code 24, mate. Code 24. 24, Sorry, me, mate. Sorry, carry on. Hey, mate, yeah, I had some, some chips. <laughs> some kids some kids ruined it for all of us. Yeah, that's what's happened. Jamie Oliver's probably stopped that. He's made, he's made that. That'd nah, be him, would it? So yeah, Oliver. Be Oliver. I'm sorry about all the noises, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm doing the show from uh, my dressing room uh, at the, 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 the Opera House in Manchester because we've got our um, first weekend of shows this weekend. So I'm, I'm doing the show from here. So and I, literally Manchester is right outside that window. So there's it's a bit of that moss. Going on it's good. There. It's a bit of Atmos, isn't it? It's a bit of Atmos. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.
matters. It's beginning to look a lot like Merry Christmas. Christmas. That's the one. Yep. So, traditions. I think when it comes to Christmas, it's mm. it's the only time as a country and as families that we have deep-rooted traditions that actually, even in our own families, go back sometimes hundreds of years. You know, it'd be something that has just been passed on and passed on. And yeah. even as new relationships have formed and, and families have joined together, you bring your traditions along with you. Yeah. Uh, and you sort of and you add them together with, with your new partner, with your new family. So it's quite a nice thing to do. But that first moment, because I reckon up until about... Yeah, you can be in your early 20s, really. But it's the first time that you go and have a Christmas day at someone else's house, Steve. Yeah, and you see it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Why is he wearing that at someone hat? else's house. <laughs> yeah, and it's like little things, you know, when, <laughs> when you're like, you're up at crack of dawn and they're like, we actually go for a walk and have breakfast before we open our presents. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I've been up since four, mate. Yeah. Get those no. presents opened. I've already opened mine, mate. Got up at four. Yeah. <laughs> when I, I, mem- I remember going to my wife's house one time and they all just opened their presents at the same time. Like barbarians, oh, Steve. No, you've got to, yeah. You've got to you you spread you gotta it out a turn, little bit, you? haven't you? It's finding that. Of course. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to take five hours. Mm. That's the point yeah. of it. Somewhere in between the um, two, is That's the happy medium. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. But, you know, people who are like, oh, we have, we have pizza instead of turkey. You're like, no. No, you've got to try. No. Got to be, got to be something. So I, I just ask people, what about their weird tradition? Other people, you know, not weird, yeah. weird from not weird. Another, yeah, another point of view might look your weird. perspective. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you got together with your wife, obviously very yeah. different upbringings, very different childhoods. Mm. What did you bring to the table? What has she brought to the table? And what what did you get rid of? And what did you keep? Because obviously we've got young kids as well. We're sort of trying to establish mm. new ones as well. But yes, I remember the ones that the ones that came in. I remember this one that when they were kids, when my wife was a kid and, and her mum used to mm. like watching. You know that you get that videotape of a roaring fire? They'd have that on yeah. when they were opening the presents on, on the telly. Put on the telly. Just a video of a fire. Now, they still want to do that. But the telly is above the fire. And we've got a fire. <laughs> So I sometimes light the fire and then put the video of the fire on because it's their thing. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think and Netflix my one, have got a full like. They have, yeah, on. yeah. No, they have, yeah. And yeah I think yeah. Sky have as well. But um, mm. my one is I like to have Mario Lanza sings Christmas carols when I'm putting the tree up. Yes. And I know yes. everyone else hates it, but I can tell. <laughs> it's like I can see it hurting him. He's an opera singer, isn't he? He's, you know, I know. He's, he's full a big on. Singer, oh, I do. The world, it really goes for it. You know, oh, it's that, it's that, and it's not relaxing at all. But for me, that is part of my growing up. That's Christmas. That's Christmas. I totally get that. I totally get that. Yeah. Um, so I never, we, we never had stockings when, when we, we were growing up. That wasn't something um, we didn't realize that if you left a stocking out, Santa would fill it with 400 tiny presents that take a good two mm-hmm. hours to open and, um, wrap. and a broken. <laughs> Before, and wrap, yeah, before going downstairs. So uh, that's been that's been a new a new thing that we've taken on. We, we did have we, that, but it was a... it was a pair of my mum's tights. You know, it was an old pair of tights <laughs> cut in half. Is that what you used? Orange in the orange in the bottom. Yeah, we didn't have a stocking in the old days. No, yeah, no, had a satsuma in the bottom, like a walnut, and then a tight one tiny present. A walnut, that's adorable. Are you sure you weren't around when? 
Potato Pops. <laughs> Potato Pops. Thrapple Thruppence. Thruppence. So I, I mentioned this story, or this topic this morning to our director, Guy, uh, yeah. of, the, of the Panto. And I was saying, oh, we're going to talk this week on, um, on the radio about people's weird and wonderful Christmas traditions. And he said he thought every family um, had a pineapple on Christmas morning. Had a, had, a, had a what? And had a pineapple? A, pi- <laughs> a pineapple. So basically, all his family, everyone in the family, they all put yeah. a pound in for the pineapple. So it's pound for the pineapple. Yeah. And um, everybody go, as, goes around the circle. Everyone's got to guess how many leaves the pineapple's got. <laughs> and, oh. then, wow. and then as it goes, ra- it goes around and everyone pulls out a leaf and, and you count mm. up. And whoever gets the nearest to how many leaves it's got. Gets the money, yeah. That's a good so you idea. Can make like five or six quid or whatever in, in the morning. So that's their little tradition. But he said, I thought everybody did it. So, like, he said a few times at school I'd mention it and, and I'd never even noticed that people were going, What's he on about the Christmas pineapple? Like pineapple. Um, yeah. And it wasn't until, yeah, until he went and spent uh, a Christmas with his. With his girlfriend or his girlfriend. How easy is it to get a pineapple at this time of year? Because, I mean. Christmas, especially back then, back in the sort of 80s. Uh, but it's a, it's a very summery fruit, isn't it? I mean, I know they, but mm. like, they clear the shelves, don't they, at Christmas and make it all about yeah. Christmas stuff. Where are you getting a pineapple from? Oh, pineapple. I like that. Mad tradition, that, isn't it? Mad. Love it, though. Love it. Yeah, we're quite traditional, I think. We're, we, get, we get up, um, crack it door, we do the, the, the stockings on the bed, then we go down. Mm. Brett, and it's and we go for it. Pre- presents in a circle, do all that. Have you got a special uh, breakfast you have on Christmas? You have a Christmas breakfast. Yeah, Lucy often does like a, um, you know, like a like eggs Benedict or whatever, like a proper brunch, bacon yeah, and eggs, and and often we have family class. over for yeah, brunch. It's the middle class breakfast, isn't it? That's what I have now as well. Yeah, my family. Yeah, yeah. that's what I have. <laughs> yeah, Smoked when I was a kid, though. Stuff. What did you have as a kid? Yeah. Ready break. Well, ready break and a punch kid. in a gob. <laughs> No, because all year round, and this is where we need the Hovis music in the background again, because we, we were poor, Steve. We were poor. Um, because we were poor, um, all year we would we would have um, porridge for breakfast. Porridge would be our yeah. breakfast of choice, get us through the, the morning, never even thought about anything else. Sometimes those cheap cornflakes, you know, like sun-blessed, I think they were called. Yeah. Some blessed cornflakes, they did not taste like Kellogg's. No, no. On Christmas morning, my parents would yeah. get those, you know, those Kellogg's variety packs. Oh, yeah, that was always a treat, wasn't it? Yes, I think we did oh, the same. That was like a Christmas God. treat, wasn't it? Yeah, choice. So Christmas morning. Choice. Cocoa Pops, often we'd mix them, Frosties, Ricicles. Oh, yeah. oh, my goodness, it was absolute heaven. What a way to start the day. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was our. That's how we started. Um, but yeah, so we're quite. You know, we get into it really. And then we um, we get we just get to it. Get to the presents. We have a nice walk, sort of um, around sort of eleven ish. Uh, we've got a nice little place called Happy Valley near uh, near our house. Uh, it's not like not like mm-hmm. the TV show. It's actually nice. No, that didn't sound. And then get back and then. No, not Christmas. And then we um, just sit down. And that's us. I don't. I don't leave the sofa to be honest for the rest of the day. Do you get? To, do you ever get to the King's Speech, or do you go? Ah, oh, I've missed it again. Did you get that? I have. I, I must say, I've not seen the Queen or King's Speech for a very long time. No. So 
or even the alternative one on the other side. I just don't bother. I feel like I feel like that's the time you're sort of serving dinner or you know the, mm, the you know, you're at the end it. of it trying to get it. Oh yeah, it's the wrong yeah. time. Have a word with the king and see if he can move it. Yeah, maybe you should sort it a bit earlier. Bit I'll later. I'll, I'll, but I like to get on and watch email. you know watch a Harry Potter or a you know a James Bond or you know and I love sitting down and watching something like that. Or I know we've, they've got Toy Story four this year on Christmas Day. Yeah, have they? Okay, that'll be a good one. I mean, you won't get to watch yeah. that. Will you? you'll be watching Take That. I'll be watching Take That or something, I would imagine. Yeah, that's probably the, one of their Christmas that. traditions. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mandy Stabler says, My stepmother has the weirdest Christmas tradition. I remember my first time eating turkey at, uh, with her family and they plopped the turkey's bum on my plate. I was dumbfounded. Apparently it's tradition to pick up the turkey's backside and plop it on the plate of the person next to you and it goes around the table. I was absolutely mortified at this as a child. Yeah, that's hard, isn't it? Something to do in it, I suppose. Uh, Kyle says, I went to my ex's one year for Christmas. I hope she wasn't an ex at the time. That would have really spoiled the, yeah. the so day for everybody, that. wouldn't it? Didn't expect him to turn up. <laughs> no. no, yeah. It's a weird tradition. What I do is on Christmas morning, I go around to all my exes. <laughs> Just knock yeah. on. Stab dinner with them. See if any of them are lonely enough, so I'll be back. Her dad insisted we had a shot of tequila at 8 a.m. as December's Ooh. are cold and it warms you up. Oh, I don't know about that. That's not right, is it? This proceeds to having a shot of tequila for the next three years at ATM because it's now our tradition. He was a strange man. Well, you know, traditions are traditions. Yeah, strange man and an alcoholic. Yeah, I mean, they do say that is the only day you can sort of start drinking early, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Without it, it being a you know an intervention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if it's like box fizz, it seems like you know it's allowed, isn't it? It's allowed, yeah, yeah. But can of Stella, I think, still frowned upon. Still frowned upon. But if you put a bit of orange juice in, you know, like with the box fizz, you could go, it's a Stella fizz. It's a box Stella. Marion says, I'll be having Christmas in Denmark with the family of my son-in-laws this year. Totally different food. Boiled pickled red cabbage, boiled spuds and rice pudding with an almond in it. Um, if you're lucky enough to find the almond, oh. maybe that's part of the game. Oh, that's the uh, game. We'll that's be good. singing around the Christmas tree, playing Pagoli, uh, which is a Danish game. It's quite fun, isn't it? Because mm. it's funny, isn't it? I think a lot of, um, like in the old days, they used to tell ghost stories at Christmas, didn't they? Yeah, that used to be a thing, didn't it? And a lot of the mm. lot of the big European, they, they do it on Christmas Eve, don't they, most of the, the big stuff? That's right. Yeah, so yeah, our so. our um, our friends are Polish, so we go there on Christmas Eve and have a um, have a whole time with them. It's, it's, it's quite like fish based course. as well, isn't it? In, in Denmark, and uh, I went to Germany. She put Christmas some bloody carp in a bath. Carp in put a carp <laughs> in the bath. In the bath, Steve. What for? You know when you're trying to understand that... other people's traditions, and then somebody puts a carp yeah. in a bath, and you go, "No, I'm Is it alive. <laughs> it's alive. Yes, they look after it for a couple of weeks." Mm, no. And then I think I, I think you're supposed that. to eat it. I think, but she doesn't. She just goes and puts it back you in the pond until next it, Christmas. You, yeah. mm. In the bath, especially if you're having a shower and it's around your feet. <laughs> it's all right. He won't mind. Just don't get any radox in his eyes. <laughs> Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. We're talking Christmas traditions, Stephen. And obviously there's different traditions from around the world that we're yeah. not always yeah. aware of. Uh, do you know in Japan, 
1974, KFC began to promote itself as the ideal Christmas meal. Since then, a Christmas trip to KFC has become part and parcel of the celebrations for many Japanese families. It's estimated 3.6 million families gather together to share a KFC bucket every year. Well, that worked, didn't it? That bit of marketing. It's not even KFT. <laughs> it's KFC, it, didn't it? Not KFT. KFC, yeah. No, it's not KFT. No. Oh, it's a shame. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, any families choose to order their Christmas KFC meal weeks in advance, uh, and those that don't are forced often to wait hours due to the number of people with the same plan. Oh dear. Oh, that's big. I could, I could smash a KFC Christmas Day, mate. They should do a turkey one, though, just for Christmas. Just see what that yeah, would be. Yeah, that's you true. Know, turkey nuggets. So, <laughs> yeah. Imagine the size of a like, turkey wing as well. Yeah, yeah, turkey wing, yeah. That massive, wouldn't it? Amazing. Uh, in Norway, Norwegians traditionally hide all the broomsticks in the house on Christmas Eve to discourage the evil spirits who become active at this time from breaking in and stealing them. Oh, hide your broomsticks. Have you got many? Hide in your broomstick. Oh. Broomstick, I feel, is very much um, witch based, isn't it? I've, I've, yeah. got a, I've got a sweeping brush. Yeah, broomstick is that sounds the same a thing? bit. Maybe, well, you have to modernise it, yeah. Or if you've got like a robot vacuum you cleaner, you just have to hide it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, in Venezuela, uh, in the week leading up to Christmas, Venezuelans attend a daily church service called Misa de Aguinaldo, early morning mass. In the capital, Caracas, it's customary to travel to the church service on roller skates. Oh, this is good. Uh, like this. It's, yes, it's a practice that is so widespread. Many roads in the capital are closed until 8am to provide Christmas worshippers safe passage on their roller skates. Wow. I mean, they're still on the roller case, so it's not that safe, is it? But, yeah, you know, yeah, I'd be up for that. I think that's a laugh. I mean, I wouldn't do it myself, but I would love to see it. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to watch it, yeah. Roller from, skates. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Uh, what about here in uh, Catalonia? Locals in Catalonia create a character out of a log, drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. Then they spend a fortnight feeding it fruit, nuts and sweets. On Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks. Oh, <laughs> no. Sick. And sings what? a traditional song that translates to "If you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick until the log oh. excretes all its treats." It's, it's I mean, it's hard to comprehend why it hasn't caught on that one. Uh, no, I, at the beginning it sounded a little bit like Stick Man. I thought, oh, that's nice, like adopting a <laughs> yeah, little and then stick. They batter like it, and then they batter it to yeah. bits until all its treats come out. Yeah, that's it, much. Yeah, with itself, <laughs> like with sticks. Oh, yeah, with his brother or something. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me do it. Dave, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. Just give them the sweet legs. Just give them what they want. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, it's easy to take the mickey out of other people's customs, and that's why we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Come Fire on. All right. I reckon soon, Steve, we should start We should start collecting some Christmas facts. Uh, yeah, no, that's not a bad idea, because we're getting towards it, aren't we? You know what I mean? Hit me with your best Christmas mm. fact. So yeah, we start thinking about idea. that for the next couple of weeks. That might win you some. Yep, uh, email me, Jason, at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, right, let's see what we've got for this week. What are we looking for, Steve? We're looking for... for, for what's, your, what's your criteria? Slightly different to mine. The criteria... Is it? I think the criteria is I want something. I don't yeah. want the full fact. I want a fact that no. makes me want to Google it. That's what we want. That's the fact, yeah. But we also... And then sometimes we want it so it's 
like easily pop you can pop it into a conversation don't we yeah so right now it'd be something about christmas trees you'd just be able to throw it in yeah or or decorations the invention of the fairy light whatever santa or jesus or whatever yeah all that sort of stuff all right cool let's crack on uh Tracy Thompson uh, says, did you know that the Milky Way smells of rum and raspberries? Why? What? Why? What? Why? It's almost a Christmas fact, isn't it, that, really? Because rum and raspberries... It feels festive, actually. Yeah. Yeah. How does anybody know? No one's been there, have they? Are we in the Milky Way? We're in the Milky Way, aren't we? We're in the Milky Way, but you don't... Nobody takes their astronaut space helmet off to have a sniff, do they? Because their face would implode, (laughs) wouldn't it? Do you think it's like an astronaut practical joke? Uh, Yeah, like, just get me some skyhooks and some tartan paint. Yeah, go on out there, see if it smells (laughs) like rum and raisins. Go and smell the Milky Way. Space just caved in. (laughs) Smells like Milky Way. They wouldn't buy that, so they go, right, right. No, that'd be too obvious. Rum and raisin. Mm. They're rum and raspberries, not rum and raisin. Rum and raspberries. I know that's not any less obvious, but, yeah. No, less weird. Rum and raspberries, how do they know? No. Good to know. All right, Scott T says... Did you know Clint Eastwood, one of the world's most famous cowboys, in film at least, mm. is allergic to horses? Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's a good one. That is good, and, isn't it? And in Christmases of my youth, that would have been a fact you could trot mm. out, because Firefox and stuff like that yeah. was always on at Christmas. You could Clint yeah. be on something, but if he will now. But he would in the, in the old Trot day, out as well. That, horses, you know? that would have been good. Exactly, trot it out. Yeah, yeah. Trot, out, trot it out. Steve, I've got a little mm. uh, mug fact for you, actually. Uh, we've only got three left, mugs. apparently. The three, mugs, yeah. just three now. Three left? What does that mean? So to get to the end of the... Actually, that's when my contract runs out. I've actually not... Re- we've not that's not been renewed yet. <laughs> for January. No, that's probably why. You've just got enough mugs. They just do enough mugs for each week. For the guy... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the deal there with them, then? What, what will we do in the new year? It's going to be for fun, isn't it? Shut up for fun. You can't have a prize for three years. No, I'm going on strike. Well, when I get my new contract, <laughs> then I'll go on strike. What do you reckon to that, Steve? For fun? We can't, no. No, no one's doing it for fun. No. I mean, not even us. You no. Know, no fun in this. <laughs> it's not fun, is it? You know what I mean? This whole hour. No. No, when we got when we got the wrong number or we, you know the wrong country, that, there was no fun there. Yeah. When we were getting <laughs> zero for a week fun on social Steve. media. Where was the fun there when we were getting trolled? <laughs> exactly, exactly. There's, a, there's still two mugs involved in this show. Let's be honest. Exactly. Yeah, there'll always be two left. Me and always be two. Always, don't matter how many mugs you've got left. There's always two left. Um, no, we've Maybe got the three mugs of me, you, and a dem. <laughs> 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 on the last day, we all just rock up yeah. to your house if you win the prize. No, we're going to have to have a word with the big boss. I mean, sorry to go over your head, Adem, but can't have that. There's no money in the pot, Jace. What's that? There's, we're, we're There's no the money in the pot. The mugs are gone, mate. Yeah, you've got a new building that's not in the city <laughs> centre of London. The mugs are gone, mate. <laughs> I don't know why you're crying over it. The mugs are gone, pal. <laughs> Can we chip bits of the wall it. off of the old building like, and then give that away yeah, like the Berlin Wall, like a little I, bit of the original Borough building? I can get can you some that? fixtures and fittings. What do you want, some tax? There we go. No, I have just, I've just done a big sell on, on Absolute Radio Premium for Christmas. So someone is earning a pretty penny and That's it ain't Santa. us. Santa, mate. It's not us. Nah, don't give me that. Look, I, I'm, I'll speak. I'm going to speak. I'm going to get the big boss on next week and he can explain himself on air. <laughs> 
I want to know where our mugs are, okay? Um, but it could be something else. So I'll tell you what, if you've got any ideas of what you reckon, we've had egg cups, we've had mugs, mm. what should be the third thing be? And then, you know, people can start collecting these. Plate. Yeah, Might you be get the like a cutlery set, you know, full set. Soup bowl. Full, yeah, exactly. Sort your whole kitchen out, absolute radio. Yes. Um, anyway, I'm going to... Oh, wait, wait, what about Well, we've tickets? talked... Go on, give him tour, tour tickets. tickets. There you go. Oh, he's backtracking now, Steve. Jog on, mate. All right. Oh, look at now he's got now he's got an answer. A little attitude over here. Unbelievable. He must know something about our contract, Steve, because yeah, he's he's got some balls on him. Yeah, yeah. he's never do? spoke to us like this before. Exactly, yeah. Well, look, we've spoke so much now that we have actually not done any facts in this in this whole link. So I pick one of the oh, two. Maybe, yeah, maybe this <laughs> maybe this game's jumped the shark. Maybe yeah, we just maybe, get rid of maybe. it. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Davis uh, has said, in 1956, an amateur pilot named Thomas Fitzpatrick in New York, as a result of a bar bet, stole an aeroplane and landed it in the street outside of the bar. Oh, that's good. He was fined $1,000 for it. Two years later, in the same bar, another patron didn't believe his story, so he did it again. This time he went to prison. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a one-strike rule, isn't it? And then they went, oh, come on, mate. Now, we've got to make an example of this bloke, because it's going to happen every week else. (laughs) Every time somebody... No way did you. Right, watch. I'm going to go get a plane. Yeah. I mean, he was fined $1,000, but what was the bet? Because if the bet was 2000 he's in profit, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Everybody in the bar chips in at $10. (laughs) Worth it. Good story. Uh, Phil says, in Japan, trains are punctual that any delay over five minutes usually incurs an apology and a delay certificate for passengers on their way to work. Uh, When trains are delayed for an hour or more, it may even make the news. Wow. Yeah, definitely runs on time, doesn't it? Yeah. That is crazy, that. Well, I've I've heard that. I've heard that to people. Imagine that happened in this country. What I, 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 my house would be awash with certificates. I'd have them everywhere. <laughs> I think we would be. Imagine that it came on the news, and today the uh, the five past seven train news. from Stockport to London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was late. We wouldn't have any news any time for any other news. No. Uh, Gary Wilde says actor Jack Black's mum. Uh, helped Mam, he's put here as well. Actor Jack Black's Mam helped save the Apollo 13 astronauts. Oh, that's good. I'd like to know more about that's that. A good fact. That's a good I one. I would like that's to know. He's, yeah, he's okay. teased us there. He's teased that's us. Good. Uh, and last one for this section uh, Gareth Tinsley says the longest fart ever lasted, <laughs> ever We're lasted not. for two minutes and 42 seconds okay, and reached the level. Contest of- is over. <laughs> <laughs> Two minutes and two minutes. forty-two seconds. Minutes, mate. Because that'd be one of those. That, but that would be like this is. Oh, that's funny. Oh, it's not funny anymore. Oh, it's funny again. Oh, it's not funny now. Oh, yeah, it's really funny 100%. again. It's like yeah, a Stuart Lee fart. <laughs> one hundred and eighteen decibels. It's got to. I don't. Oh, that sounds well. loud. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was loud as well. It wasn't a silent one. Because anyone could say that, couldn't they? could say, I've actually been farting constantly for a week and a half. So no, but even if it was any noise, but I mean, if it's a loud one, that's really good. That's <laughs> like the last <laughs> post. <laughs> <laughs> the control on the guy's um, anal gland, though, fair play. Yeah, it's look, look See, I, I was actually going to swear then, Steve. I was going to swear and say yeah. the word that we would all, all use. When we're talking about that part of the book. And then, because we're on... T- yeah... Because we're on the radio, I decided not to swear, and I used the word anal gland, and I would say that's worse than the word I was thinking of using. <laughs> yeah, I would say so as well. It's more, I don't know, <laughs> something about it. It gives you the ick. It's horrible. It's giving me the ick as well. Right, uh, we'll pick a winner after this. Sunday morning. 
Music matters. Right, hit me with your best facts this week. We've had some decent ones. I've got a couple more, and then we're going to pick a winner, okay? We've got Lauren told us William the Conqueror's body exploded at his funeral. Wow. Get out of town. Shut up. You don't believe it. Driving here. I'm doing facts here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just to explain, I am in my uh, my, my dressing room, so the wind is right next to me. I'm not in a studio, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, Craig Cost says, Jason, you love a bee fact, as you know, Steve. Love yeah, bees, do, don't yeah, we? Yeah, bee, bum, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Did you know there are, there are drug-sniffing bees? You can get found out by the drugs, uh, for oh. your drugs. If, uh, maybe the police have got them. Is that how it works? What, in their pocket? They just uh, go... Oh, I'd like to know that. <laughs> What's in your pocket there? Just pull a little bee out and go, let's have a sniff. Oh, that's just uh, He's that, on that's just some oregano or something. Uh, my bee yeah. bed's different. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Steve Peel says, Saria McKellen's great-great-grandfather helped invent the concept of the weekend as we know it. Oh, OK. That's what to do with, like, pindle These are good or, facts. Or, uh, yeah. Any of them pick, tickling your fancy, Steve? The fart one. I mean, it's, I, I, I want to know more. Yeah. I want to I know, you know... Somebody might have even filmed it. When was it? It says in... It doesn't actually say any year, actually. No, well, we'll find out. I'd like yeah. to know. Oh, I bet it's Le Petamain, isn't it? I bet it's in Victorian France. <laughs> it's got to be in France. Let me tell you as well, just out of extra piece of information, Steve, uh, 100 to 120 decibels is a bulldozer, an impact wrench, or a motorcycle. Yeah, so that's why it's my winner, for all of these reasons. <laughs> so he was almost like... Wow, that's impressive. All right, you can have that, Gareth. Well done. One of our last few remaining mugs goes to Gareth Tinsley, who told us the longest fart ever lasted for two minutes and 42 seconds and reached a decibel level of 118. Fair play. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.